everyone, and welcome to the Appropriation Committee's Agency Webinar Series. My name is Brittany Vanstreen, and I am one of the Budget Analysts on the Appropriations Committee. In this webinar, I'm going to provide some background information on the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue as we prepare to hear from them during budget hearings this year. I'll start off with the Secretary of Revenue who heads to the department. This is likely a familiar face. We have Secretary Patrick Brown. Secretary Brown was first nominated to be the Secretary of Revenue on January 12, 2023. Prior to being the Secretary of Revenue, he served as a state senator from 2005 to 2022, reflecting 18 years in the Senate. While he was in the Senate, he also served as the chairman of the Senate Republican Appropriations Committee for four legislative sessions from 2014 to 2022. Before that, he also served as a member of the House of Representatives for the 131st Legislative District for 10 years. Prior to his nearly three decades in the legislature, he worked as a certified public accountant or a CPA and an attorney. He was also a tax manager slash supervisor at two different accounting firms for nearly a decade. All of that to say that Secretary Brown is somebody with decades of experience in tax and revenue issues and is somebody who is uniquely qualified for this role. Moving on to background on the agency, the Department of Revenue was established in 1927 with the continued mission to fairly, efficiently, and accurately administer Pennsylvania tax and lottery programs. And that really is the main purpose of the Department of Revenue, so there aren't going to be many programs administered through the department compared to other agencies. However, there are a couple important ones that the department does administer that we'll go over in more detail in a few slides. As I just alluded to, the main responsibilities of the department include collecting all taxes levied in the Commonwealth, as well as various fees, fines, and other monies due to the Commonwealth. The department also supervises the administration and collection of local sales taxes for Philadelphia and Allegheny counties, as well as other funds, and they prepare official revenue estimates and analyze the effect of revenues resulting from changes in the law or tax structure. Next, we'll go over the Department of Revenue's budget. The largest fund that makes up the agency's budget is the general fund. As you can see, revenue funding has remained fairly consistent over the past several fiscal years. But one major change you are going to see is in 2023-24 under the General Government Operations or GGO appropriation. This larger increase compared to previous fiscal years was the result of the proposal to eliminate the Enhanced Revenue Collections Account, or ERCA. This was a restricted account that was created in 2010 and previously provided annual funding to the department in the amount of about 30 million each fiscal year to fund enhanced tax collection activities, such as tax refund avoidance. The department proposed eliminating this account because they viewed it as antiquated since these innovative tax collection activities at this point have become baked into the general operations of the department. So the proposal was to eliminate the account altogether, which was ultimately done through the fiscal code bill as a part of the 2023-24 budget package and to just roll this funding into the GGO line instead. So that is why you're gonna see a larger increase compared to prior fiscal years. The other big increase you may note is the increase in the technology and process modernization appropriation in 2023-24. This line item funds the modernization efforts of the department, including the implementation of the Pennsylvania Tax Hub System or the PATH system, 
The PATH system is the department's new integrated tax system that now collects taxes levied by the Commonwealth. This system replaced the decommissioned TIDE system, if anybody was familiar with that when that was in place. This is a system where both individual taxpayers and businesses can remit taxes through their own PATH accounts. The department requested an increase in this line for 2023-24 due to an impending rollout to continue system enhancements, and the department is going to continue to receive contractual services that they need to pay for from the company that provides the tax system uh, to ensure that the system is updated and improved timely. And I'll just note that this, this company provides the same or a similar tax system to multiple states. So the department has a team that is always looking to improve the system's features that are specific to Pennsylvania by learning how other states use this product. The Commission's Inheritance and Realty Transfer Line is an executive authorization, meaning that it doesn't require an annual appropriation for funds to be spent. So it does not appear in the General Appropriations Act, but this line is included in the agency's general fund spend. The amount of this line item depends on the agency's recommended funding level based on research estimates. So it both increases and decreases uh, based on those estimates, but it's generally fairly consistent. And finally, the distribution of public utility realty tax is based on a formula. So the agency will request a funding level based on the department's current projections, factoring in any changes in the local tax structures. As you can see, this line item can also increase and decrease based on those factors. Although a significant portion of the Department of Revenue's budget comes from the general fund, the department does receive funding from a variety of other funds, either generally for operations provided by the department or to fund programs administered by the department. For example, the department gets some funds from the Motor License Fund for activities it conducts related to the liquid fuels tax. It also gets funding from the lottery fund to support lottery operations and to fund the property tax and rent rebate program, which we will discuss in more detail shortly. In much smaller amounts, the department also gets funds from the PA Racehorse Development Fund, the Property Tax Relief Fund, the State Gaming Fund, the State Racing Fund, and the Video Gaming Fund. In total for the 2023-24 fiscal year, the department is slated to receive $58.9 million from the Motor License Fund, about $1.1 billion from the Lottery Fund, and about $20.4 million from other funds. The next thing we'll go over is the Department of Revenue's complement or personnel history. The department's authorized salaried complement has remained the same over the last three fiscal years at 1,789 personnel. This authorized complement is just the number of salaried full-time positions that the department is permitted to employ, but they aren't required to employ that many people, it's just the maximum. For reference, in the 2019-20 and 2020-21 fiscal years, the authorized complement was 1,774 people. Since 2010, the authorized complement has decreased by 339 positions. This graph compares the authorized complement versus the actual filled positions in the department as of the last available pay period in January over the last several years. As you can see, the number of filled positions is typically under the authorized positions due to vacancies that occur throughout the year. The overall number of filled positions in the department does vary throughout the year due to temporary employees that support department functions, for example, during tax season. 
but the department does generally have to deal with vacancies throughout the year. It is important to point out that the department was definitely not immune to staffing shortages during the pandemic and experienced higher vacancy rates, as you can see in the graph where the increased gap between the filled and authorized positions occurred during the years in which the pandemic was going on. But the department has continued to work on hiring more employees throughout the last several years to fill those vacancies and maintain quality customer service. On average, since 2010, the department has had about 160 vacant full-time salaried positions in a given year. Now we'll move on to the major programs in the Department of Revenue, and in this section I'll also point out any notable and recent legislation that impacts these programs and the department. The biggest program administered by the Department of Revenue, and probably the most well-known program in district offices, is the Property Tax and Rent Rebate Program, or the PTRR Program. The PTRR Program is a property tax relief program that provides rebates to eligible homeowners and renters for property taxes or rent paid in the prior calendar year. In order to be eligible for a rebate under this program, individuals need to meet income criteria, which I will explain in the next slide, and need to be either a senior, so an individual who is at least 65 years of age, a widow or widower who is at least 50 years of age or older, or an individual with disabilities who is 18 years of age or older. So those are the three pools of individuals that this program serves. In August, Act 7 of 2023, or House Bill 1100, was enacted into law which significantly expanded the property tax and rent rebate program. The law increased the income limits for both homeowners and renters to $45,000, where homeowners were previously at an income limit of $35,000, and renters were previously at an income limit of $15,000. And it also increased the maximum rebate individuals could receive from $650 to $1,000. The law also provides for annual increases to the income limits based on inflation for both regular and supplemental rebates. So this means that program participants will no longer be knocked out of the program for simple cost of living adjustments, even if they qualified in previous years, which was a trend that had been occurring over the last decade. As you can see in the table on the slide, eligibility for benefits through the program for homeowners and renters will now be the same beginning this year, 2024, when they apply for a rebate for property taxes or rent paid in 2023, rather than having vastly different eligibility criteria passed in 2006 that no longer reflected the current cost of living. Just to add a couple additional notes about the PTRR program, the funding for the PTRR program comes from both the Lottery Fund and the Property Tax Relief Fund. Pursuant to the Taxpayer Relief Act, the cost of the expansion of the program from 2006 is supported through gaming transfers. So funds essentially go from the State Gaming Fund, which includes slots revenue, and are then transferred to the Property Tax Relief Fund, and a portion of those funds will then go to the lottery fund to support the PTRR program. Ultimately though, all of the rebates are paid out of the lottery fund. The funding for this program is set through executive authorization, again, meaning that it doesn't require an appropriation in the General Appropriations Act each year to spend the money for rebates. 
So this is why you won't see it as a line item in the budget, but for reference, the funding for the PTRR program currently reflects roughly 20% of the department's budget coming from the lottery fund. The department did receive federal dollars from the American Rescue Plan Act for the program. In 2022-23, the General Assembly approved $140 million in American Rescue Plan Act dollars to be used uh, to provide PTRR participants with a one-time additional rebate that was equal to 70% of their regular rebate amount. So claimants didn't need to apply for this additional rebate. It was just distributed along with their regular rebate once they applied for that. This isn't necessarily a program per se, but I thought it would be important to include the Pennsylvania Child and Dependent Care Enhancement Tax Credit in this webinar. This is a state tax credit administered by the Department of Revenue for individual taxpayers that was created in 2022 to ease the burden of childcare expenses for working families. It works in tandem with the Federal Child and Dependent Care Tax Credit, so individuals need to first claim the federal credit when they file their federal taxes, and then they can provide supporting documentation that they claimed the federal credit in order to claim this state tax credit when they go to file their state income taxes. Act 34 of 2023, or the fiscal code bill that was a part of the 2023-24 budget package, increased the maximum state credit amount that individuals could receive from 30% to 100% of a Pennsylvania taxpayer's federal tax credit amount. In other words, the Pennsylvania Child and Dependent Care Enhancement Tax Credit is now going to be equal to whatever an individual receives under the federal credit as opposed to only being a portion of it. Just to provide a brief overview of how the Child and Dependent Care Enhancement Tax Credit is calculated, the amount of expenses that individuals can claim, such as daycare, is currently capped at $3,000 for one child or dependent, or $6,000 for two or more children or dependents. Then the percentage of these expenses that individuals can claim, which would be equal to the tax credit that they can receive, is based on their income. So as you can see in the table on the slide, the maximum credit that individuals can now receive following the enactment of Act 34 is $1,050 for one child or $2,100 for two or more children. And those are for individuals who make $15,000 or less. And on the other end, the maximum credit that individuals who make more than $43,000 can receive is $600 for one child or $1,200 for two or more children. So there is a sliding scale for this tax credit based on your income and the percent of your expenses that you can claim is dependent on your income but individuals earning more than $43,000 can still claim something for their child and dependent care expenses. It's just gonna be less compared to somebody who makes less than them. One thing I do want to note though, is that there is an income cap for the federal tax credit of $438,000 based on adjusted gross income or AGI, which is slightly less than gross income or your W-2 income. So individuals that exceed that cap would not be eligible for the federal credit and then would consequently not be eligible for the state credit as well. If there are any questions on this tax credit, we do have information published on our website 
but we are always happy to also take questions if that information doesn't cover something that you have a question on. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us uh, with your questions and we're happy to provide any assistance. Next, I'll briefly go over the Pennsylvania Lottery, since this is the other large program or operation that is housed in the Department of Revenue. We have Drew Svidko as the Executive Director of the Pennsylvania Lottery, who has been with the lottery for over a decade at this point. The lottery was established in 1971 and now consists of traditional games and iLottery games, which was launched in 2018 to allow people to play online lottery games. The PA Lottery is the only state lottery that designates all proceeds to programs that benefit older Pennsylvanians. Since its inception in 1971, the lottery has contributed over $34.9 billion to senior programs. There are several programs for seniors in Pennsylvania that are annually funded through the lottery, including PennCare, which provides support to local area agencies on aging, Transfers to the Pharmaceutical Assistance Fund to support PACE and PACENET, which provides prescription drug assistance for eligible seniors, pre-admission assessments, caregiver support, grants to senior centers, Alzheimer's outreach, medical assistance, both community health choices and transportation services, the property tax and rent rebate program, as we already discussed, Transfers to the Public Transportation Trust Fund to support transit agencies that offer free rides to older Pennsylvanians and the Older Pennsylvanians Shared Ride Program. We won't go into much detail on all of these programs since they are administered through other agencies, but this just gives you an idea of what the Pennsylvania Lottery supports annually. I'm just gonna end on two final thoughts here. The Department of Revenue is definitely an agency that all Pennsylvanians will come into contact with in one way or another, whether that be when they're filing their state personal income taxes through the PATH system or applying for a rebate through the property tax and rent rebate program. And on top of that, the department is also tasked with providing revenue estimates, which in turn helps plan and budget spending for programs. Taxes truly impact everybody, so the Department of Revenue is definitely an important agency that serves all Pennsylvanians across our Commonwealth. And that is it for the Department of Revenue. I'll end the webinar here, but please visit our website or reach out to our office if you have any questions. Thank you.